Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash roll together forward slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Adventure! <laughs> And welcome to Talk Together. Thank you very much for joining us for this evening, talking about dungeons and dragons, and there's other mythical beings out there, but we'll, we'll come across those. Um, my name's Tom. I'm going to be your host for the next about hour or so, and I am delighted to be uh, able to present my, I was about to say friends, let's call friends. We're friends now, John. <laughs> this, is my new, this is my new friend, John. Um, <laughs> Again, doesn't do anything to do with stream, so I'm just like, here's John. No, uh, uh, yes, so with John here, I'm going to be uh, uh, giving you some enticing questions, some little anecdotes. Uh, what, what questions? Well, I could just make them up, or we could let a jolly D20 decide for us. Um, Indeed. If there's a chance to roll, let's roll. Oh, absol Together. absolutely. Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, credits. <laughs> and we're done. A nice quick episode. I was going to say, even if you want to roll for your answer, where you're like, roll a charisma check, and you're like, two, that's a good question. I'm like, a good, a good GM has a table for everything, right, to roll of, on. Of course, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, before we get into these questions, uh, the stream's going to be at about an hour, and we are delighted to be sponsored by Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, and Alchemy RPG, and we are supported by Eldred Champions, D&D Beyond, Neverwinter, and Elderwood Academy. We are Roll Together RPG on all social media, and we would also like to give a big thank you to our D20 Club. Uh, if they give one of their local currency or a single gold piece, they keep us with the lights on which we are very appreciative of also you can find us on the podcast roll together rpg uh if we're not there let us know as i said social media including tiktok at the moment <laughs> let's see how things go um well after that little preamble uh john apart from being my friend would you like to introduce yourself to the people and why you are actually here <laughs> I will. Thank you very much. And yeah, absolute pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invitation. And, um, and you know, it's been awesome to meet um, everyone involved with the stream team um, after we've all got you know, pulled together from all the little corners of the internet and of the world. Um, the, the people that uh, don't know, um, I'm based in Japan and have been here for more than half of my life now. I, I crossed the line yes, the last year was the was the, the point where I've actually been here longer. Um, and uh, yes, I am John of Phoenix Iwaki. And um, as you like to say, we play D&D &D and lots of other TTRPGs. And we have um, several ongoing campaigns um, and, you know, lots of different players all over the world. Um, I think the current count is 22 players in six countries at the moment. 
um, and we do nice long campaigns, some shorter ones. Um, we are known for our uh, Rift Raiders competitive style, which we do with our friends at GM Workshop. Um, and of course, the uh, the randomly rolled, which is like I like your uh, question ideas with the dice tonight. Um, our randomly rolled uh, one shot roulette series, where everything is completely random. And uh, yeah, you can find us over on Twitch at Phoenix Wacky and uh, on YouTube for the vods and things. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Imagination run wild. Yeah. I like the fact you're like it's fun. Where you're like ah, it's a slog. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I roll <laughs> things and I'm just like ugh. <laughs> There's an idiot to say it can't be too much fun. <laughs> exactly. This is this is very professional work. Like you're like a grunt. I'm, test, I'm testing the boundaries. I'm testing the boundaries. <laughs> uh, no, I love every minute, every minute of it. So, uh, so uh, do you, uh, you DM, do you play as well on the channel? or you know? On occasion, um, yes, we have um, a couple of friends um, on the channel that like to um, GM for us from time to time. And I've, um, you know, I love guesting with friends um, for charity events, and uh, I've done a couple of uh, mini campaigns over um, our fellow stream team buddies over at uh, Quest Junkies UK. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I didn't want to get the chance, but uh, I, I do, I do enjoy the GMing uh, foremost. And yeah, I, you know, I like to, I like to be the one behind the curtain as, as opposed said, to just getting the glimpses with all the tables. <laughs> <You're just laughs> all, the tables. <laughs> all the tables. All the tables. Uh, amazing. Okay. Um, well, as we said, we're, we're both very excited about the possibility of dice. So, uh, uh, as we say here, let's roll that dice. Gums. That, uh, that. What is that first one? That is a. Oh wow. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. So this is this is more. This is a, this is one where we get to really find out. Um, if you made yourself in D and D, what okay. would you be? Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, the day job is teaching, mm. so um, academic, yeah, academic in nature, wizardly. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I leave I leave Patch over at Question because you go to main to main the wizards. <laughs> um, let's think. I think yeah, like I like. I've had the ch I've had the chance living over here to to um, actually take part in a couple of sumo <laughs> wrestling oh. tournaments and things. So I like like getting into the thick of it as well. So I think I think I should probably go cleric okay. um, to be you know kind of a, you got the books on one mm. side and the you know get into the thick of things on the other side, and you know in sumo wrestling that's thick with two C's. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. How was sumo wrestling? It just seems oh, like it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. If, if you're okay with the outfit, <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of like get, get past that and uh, don't mind. Uh, yeah, everyone's in the same boat. So um, yeah, I mean, and it's on. It's like, it's on the proper you know arena. The, you know they mm. call it a dojo. You know the sand made um, arena, and um, the the referees have got the full kimono kind of outfit. Right. You know the the get up. I think there's probably a different name for it, but. Um, mm. Yeah, that you've you've seen if you've seen any uh, in video of it, and um, yeah, it was it was my in the small mountain village, um, tiny tiny mountain village that my wife was born in, and uh, we went along to watch one day, and they were like they were like, come get in here, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't, don't like to say no to opportunities like that. So <laughs> I mean, how could you refuse? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
and they made the right choice because I, I invited several friends to join us um, for that yeah. later on, and um, because it became this you know, thing that foreigners were doing, they actually got funding from the prefectures, a oh, wow. cultural significant yeah. cultural event, yeah. and they were allowed to renew everything. And so, um, yeah, so a charitable cleric <laughs> with uh, with uh, themes of internationalization on the side. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's lovely, and also just a cleric being like. Sure, I'll come. I'll come compete in your <laughs> athletics. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I just, I do like the mix. Um, yeah. You know, I've done. Um, let's think. Actually, I'm saying this is like, have I actually ever played one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we play the games to get away from reality. So Absolutely. I guess if this is if this is me, real life me in the game, then uh, it makes sense that I haven't actually played one. Um, yeah, I've done. I've done Ranger. I've done mm. Druid. <laughs> I can't, I can't, yeah, but I do like the mix of having the magical abilities, but still being able to get into the fight you know, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Getting down there in, in the initiative. I, I do love the fact that you're like, oh, yes, being a sumo wrestler is too close to my real life. So just... <laughs> <laughs> Done that. Um, oh. <laughs> Something new. What's new? No, I'm, 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 very, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, so it's very, it's, yeah. you know, there's this, um, yeah, Japan is, is, you know, sometimes on on a day to day like daily life kind of level, mm. sometimes is tricky for foreigners to to mm. you know um, get you know thoroughly involved with, and there are you know the the cultural um, boundaries and things mm. that uh, they do exist. Um, and but I mean, if you're if you're open minded and you know and have open minded people around you, then it works out fine. And um, then the other stuff is actually easier to get into if you find the opportunity because they're they're you know delighted to invite people in to do and share their culture with them so oh, very nice <laughs> very sweet yes um connectors with that uh, what what do you teach um english english conversation oh, and nice. uh you know help help out with um school studies and mm. things um all levels like from little kindergarten kids all the way up to adult so it's a nice nice varied mixed job that sounds very exciting you know just sort of mm. like yeah i said and yeah, nice the range really you're not just teaching <laughs> like here yeah. where you'd be like we're doing this one book every year but right then you get a nice range of yeah. Yep. You got the mix. Um, there's different levels, and um, the, you know, just the, yeah, the different um, mix of classes and and class styles makes it yeah very very enjoyable. Amazing. So good. Mm. <laughs> Again, I'm still like going. Oh, sumo wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, strap me up. Here we go. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I guess, I guess I'll go in. I'll go in. <laughs> No, I don't fancy my chances these days. It's been it's been a couple of years. <laughs> hey, I b- I believe in you. <laughs> I just get a message going. You should. Uh, my my knee hurts now. I'm like, oh, sorry, John. Sorry. Yes. Picture of you know point of view picture of a leg and a cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just your fault. And I'm like, wow. Okay. There have been you get some very pretty bruises if you actually fall mm. on the rope that you know around mm. the the ring on the outside. If you actually fall right on, you get the nice striped bruise. From the... <laughs> you have to love a beautiful <laughs> bruise where you're just like, yeah. That's... <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, everyone everyone that joined us for it was just uh, yeah, it's just you know just like just going for it and just you know we, we got we got cautioned to like going uh, getting carried away with things <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> it's like you know we're just here for fun. It's just the festival. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Amazing. Well, again, thank you for that uh, wonderful diversion. I just like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> sorry. But in D and D, you're like mm-hmm, dice. I'm like ah oh, yes, dice. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. Here we go. We're going to get the sumo wrestling thing mm. in there. So I would be a, a cleric 
with the grappler feet. <laughs> Which, again, is great, because you would not expect that from the cleric, who suddenly exactly. just, like, <laughs> get on the ground. Indeed. You're like, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing. Aggressive proselytizing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to... Have you heard the word of... <laughs> Uh, we've had a few on stream where we've had people who don't want to be healed. And that's sort of thing. Like, the clerics are like, take take it. Take my cure wounds. Yeah, they think they've got away with it. You've got a healing word as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just whisper a healing word in their ear. And they're like, oh, oh now my wounds are fixed. <laughs> Amazing. Well, speaking of dice, let us roll that dice. Once more. Once more. Um, oh, actually, that's very nice. Uh, 17, and it does ask, hey, how do you feel about fudging rolls? Ah, mm. okay. I think... Hmm. I I have done it. You know, uh, conversion to any of my players <laughs> if they're watching. Um, I have I have done it in the past, but um, only, you know, for the story's sake. Mm. And on the whole, not, actually. You know, mm. like, gen general general rule... Um, I, I don't. I usually, you know, it's. I mean, everyone, everyone's kind of signing in to, you know, like it's not particularly verbalized, but um, in a very specific way. But everyone's kind of signing on to this. You know, we're playing this game. The dice are going to determine how things go, and if, you know, if you're using advantage, or if those lovely folks over in our chats are giving inspiration crystals from you know with yeah. the chat with the channel points and all that the nice interactive things that we can do um and it still comes up as a natural one um then yeah that's it was meant to be it was meant to be mm. um so and you know like saying we were joking around about the random tables before but i do enjoy um using them um when there's you know it's not a very heavy story moment um <laughs> and it doesn't cause too much chaos <laughs> Um, but then we have sessions like the one-shot roulette where it's entirely randomly generated. But the... Yeah, I think there's just... I have but rarely, and it's always in the player's favour. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never... Right, I, I never switched. It's like, oh, I was going to miss that attack, so I'm going to... I think I... Oh, I hit... Yes, I hit you. Yay. <laughs> um, so I would, I would never do it for my own, my own sake. But, um, yeah, but it's very, very rare. And I also think, uh, for well, both of us, where you're like, we're trying to make an online story, we're trying to entertain, and then sometimes where you're like, yeah, this is just going to be, you're just watching the fighter whiff for like <laughs> six rounds, you're like, oh, okay, cool, that's that's you, <laughs> now we're moving on, but yes, no, I think right. that's... And I think, as you said, the beautiful thing about, like, doing a random thing where you're like, no, let's embrace the chaos of this, you know, yeah, sort of like... exactly. If this is what you're and getting... Yeah, go on. And it, as I say, it comes it comes down to a judgment call as well. It's like yeah. if if you want it to go a certain way, don't pull for the roll. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know if you if you want them to find the secret door, I, I forget where I read it mm. or saw which video I saw mm. it in, but someone's like, we want them to find the secret doors. Yeah. <laughs> the cool stuff is there. Um, so you know if using passive values like passive, mm. I, you know I, I I always have a player with insane passive perception. <laughs> yeah, it's um, always cropping up. Um, but yeah, if yeah, you know, if you don't want there to be a risk of it failing, then don't don't call for the role. Yeah. Absolutely. Or again, like with was it? I think the incisive rogue, where it's like, yeah, you can just always tell when someone's lying. <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> they do this. Yeah. By the way, Bill, 
this person's lying. <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool, great. I'd, I'd like to be a little bit sneaky in this game, but all right. <laughs> Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, my my players will definitely know that I don't tilt things in my favor because, um, yeah, I get I get a little bit salty when it's, it's just like, oh, you, you guys are just invulnerable. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I can't do anything this round. <laughs> Fine, I guess you guys beat the lich. <laughs> well, betide you end up at the bottom of the turn order, in the <laughs> yeah. initiative order. Because yeah. you've got a whole a whole world of hurt coming at you before you get a go. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's it's that that whole thing about you saying it's a collaborative storytelling thing where exactly. you're like, as you said, you want them to find the door. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, there's a really cool sword in that room. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to look behind the painting? Go on, the painting's really good. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And as opposed to like um, as opposed to fudging, um, dice rolls. It's I'm more for like fudging lore and mm. and fudging lore drops to actually cater to the you know the story. Um, most of our adventures, not not entirely, but um, a, a good percentage of our adventures are published modules. Mm. Um, we we enjoy playing um, in the Forgotten Realms um, as as you guys do as well, um, and we really enjoy um, using the published um, material and and the you know the in lore locations. Um, but I always, I always uh, remember and, and enjoy using um, the ideas of uh, Mike Shea, you know, Sly Flourish, mm. the Lazy DM uh, books that he wrote. Um, he often talks about having these lists of law drops that you want to, you know, give to the players, but not not deciding where they are, <laughs> um, and not, you know, not not setting where they are in the world, mm. and then when they are in an appropriate place and doing a investigation check in this room or and then or you know looking at the markings on this you know um this mysterious obelisk um then you can you know drop in the law where it's appropriate and um yeah find the story and you know so that's i don't know if that's the same as fudging um but it's just you know a bit more uh tailored should we say i think i think it is that sort of, i know Chris talks about their DMing being that whole thing about people being like, oh, there's a really secretive room behind this door or just a corridor behind this door. And you're like, yeah, whatever they choose, the trap door is going to be that. You know, it's just like you were saying, like, you're like, oh, you're looking in a drawer and you're like, oh, my goodness, an interesting journal is in this drawer. <laughs> it's always going to be where they're looking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Also, I mean, but I mean, yeah. Of course, with being aware and um, and cognizant of not railroading mm. um, at the same time, like rather rather than have you know a fascinating room and a corridor, mm. like have have two fascinating options. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like either either you know it is their choice, but either way is going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very the corridor is also very interesting, as you said. There's like scratchings on the wall. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. sort of um, yeah. Yeah. Do, think, you, do you DM yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do a bit of DMing. Yeah. So yes. you, uh, what's what's the, uh, the the fudging dice rolls view? Um, ah, I, I switch to play that Uno card, the reverse card. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, I will not be the answeree. Um, yes, I think I think it is that same sort of thing about like um, I feel especially like uh, DMing on stream, where I was like, I want this to be, you know, to get the story, but I also want them to have fun. Um, but that same sort of thing, like. Uh, Again, being aware, like, oh, we've got three hours, <laughs> and you're just like, cool. This, this, 
I have got a habit of like my beasts are like, yeah, this is too noisy. We're leaving. And they're like, <laughs> but we want to kill the boars. And I was like, it's just going to take like four more things. You know, that's just a fudge. They've run away. They failed their charisma. <laughs> they, they've run. Um, but also that same sort of thing where I've had things where I've been like, oh, there's this really interesting book. And then they're like, no, we don't read the book. And then I was like, cool, this creature's turned up. And they're like, what is that? And I was like, well, if you read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, consequences, yeah. consequences, consequences, consequences. <laughs> Does it have a weakness? Absolutely. Well, maybe read the book. Um, no, but I, I think I think as I said, that sort of it is that's a weird thing knowing that we've got an audience out there as well to entertain. Yeah. So we're not like cool half an hour of us just talking about like the minutia and just like cool it misses. Okay. That's fine. Let's just keep it going so you can you can throw this hag off a wall or something. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Although one one role that I will never never fudge um, is we we do that optional rule where um, I I roll the death saves in secret. Oh, nice. So none of the players, including mm. the player that's been knocked out, knows how they're doing until somebody checks them, and and then we have them do a flashback um, on their turn. Um, so they have this you know, moment from their previous life that passes before them, oh. and um, just. It's something we've adopted like towards the end of last year and just racks up the tension so mm. amazingly. And me too. I, I, I really have to focus on the poker face because it's like I'm I'm really excited about what's what's yeah. gonna happen as well. And yeah, I will I'll never I'll never pretend like if I got that one that's you know two failures, I, I never pretend that it wasn't. Um and we haven't lost anyone yet. <laughs> Touch wood. No, I, again, <laughs> yes, that is always fun, that sort of poke face thing of like, going, hmm, hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you what to do, Cleric, but maybe you should come check the Barbarian. <laughs> Just... Oh, no, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at leaving that up to them. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah, they can uh, they can get there and see. Because you just don't want that meta gaming, right? It's yeah. just, that, that just really bugs me um, when, you know, it's like, oh, the first turn's fine. Mm. You, know, <laughs> you know, he's going to... They're gonna, you know, even if they fail, we've still got we've still got another couple of turns if they know that it wasn't a natural one. But if there's yeah. that chance that the first roll was a natural one, it could be the next round. Yeah. <laughs> it also is uh, talking about meta gaming that fun thing of like going on a scale to one to sixty five. Where would you say you were? Thirty <laughs> seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do we do the bloodied and last legs yeah. rule. So if they get to half HP, they're bloodied. If they're on ten or less, it's last legs. And we put little markers. We use uh, roll twenty for the VTT, and we put markers on the tokens to show that for the enemies and the heroes. So um, if you know the, the adventurers, so if they can put it on their token and yeah. you know the others on the battlefield will see them staggering or like limping or looking looking in a bad way so yeah they don't have to um literally <laughs> talk hp <laughs> talk numbers again looking over as blood's pouring down going i think she's okay that's uh, <laughs> another round or two in her <laughs> yeah. which of course you're like on a scale of rounds like six right. seconds you feel like you've got about 12 seconds yeah. left in you Dizzy, dizzy yet? <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much blood. <laughs> just like a more medical character is like, well, the human body contains like not the not the time. <laughs> just, it's like I'm not measuring. It's a lot, okay? It's a lot. <laughs> it hurts. I'm on yeah, ouch. Exactly. Like okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like the um, the tension of hiding the the rolls. I think that's mm. 
I think that's yeah. Think that's I've true. seen I've seen other ones. Um, recently, there was uh, you know clips going around on social media um, of the um, the American football player. Is it uh, Johnny Stanton? Okay. I think yeah. Um, yeah. he did an interview with Brennan Lee Monaghan on oh, the yeah. Dimension Twenty show that yeah. they do, and he mentioned it. And it looked like Brennan. It was the first time Brennan had mm. heard about it. But he, he shares the role with the player, so the player knows how they're mm. doing, um, but uh, not with the other players. Um, so there's yeah, there's there's different ways of doing it. But yeah, yeah. I like I like our way. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I think I think that is the yeah to add to the the tension and the fear and even <laughs> the players like I'm. Yeah, as you said, like flashing back and lapsing in and out of consciousness. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, and getting to getting to have that RP moment mm. in in the rounds of combat is really nice touch, and you know, really lets them, you know, think back on their backstory and things that have happened. Uh, we did have a moment for me on one of the streams where I managed to roll a nat one on the second turn. And you see me getting it, looking up at the screen, and like the over thing pops up the one, and everyone else is like. Why? What, what, what happened? And M, who's DMing, just goes, Tom, what did you do? <laughs> and then, of course, we had to have an edit because M's like, are you okay? I'm like, I, I just, I'll just die. People like this character. We, we found a diamond, but just that moment of just like going, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, never, I've never gotten to do the, um, the full kind of resurrection mm. scene. Um, we've had... We've had a couple of players come back as as uh, as reborn, mm. reborn, yeah. which is reborn, isn't it? Yes, the, reborn, uh, yeah. the new the Van Richten's guide. Yeah. Um, um, but one of them was in Barovia, and, and they had this they had this separate scene um, where actually, sorry, no. I mentioned him a lot, but he's, he's a good friend, and, and uh, I love I love him as a, as a GM and a, and a role player. Mm. But um, Patch from Quest Junkies UK mm. came and joined us. It was off stream, and there was just the two of us. And he played one of the dark powers oh, that reached out, yeah. and the player is playing Esmeralda yeah. D'Avenir from mm. from uh, Curse of Strahd in our Homebrew Ravenloft campaign, which mm. carried on after our Curse of Strahd finished. And the um, yeah, that was a, a bargain was made to to come back as uh, as the reborn. And then the other one, which is in our Candlekeep Mysteries mm. uh, campaign, they have um, strange eldritch um folk horror goings on in the in this in the town where they're based and the uh, the one the the character that died is connected to that and this mm. this power this this strange mythical goat-headed being um brought them back as a reborn which was fun yeah. <laughs> i like i like you bring in guests to be like here's this mysterious voice yeah yeah i mean the dark powers are so much fun um right when I, was, when I was doing Curse of Strahd, I, I got basically got possessed, and then it was like you want as much power as you can get. So my character was literally running around, slamming her hands into the sarcophagus, and going, "Agreed!" And they were like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> and so they're watching wow. me change, and like I had like the thing where I had no eyes, and they're like, "I don't think Ava's okay." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a... um, I know. I know. Some of our stream team uh, buddies are enjoying that particular part yes. of Curse of Strahd right now. Ah, um, yeah. Josh, Josh, and the others over at Corsair's Cove mm. are uh, are in the Amber Temple right now. Uh, last last mm. session, I saw them playing. They were they were chatting with the various uh, <laughs> the various folks in the Amber Crystals. But <laughs> <laughs> very nice, actually. Once you get to know us, oh, make a deal, right. make a deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's always good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, um, his is fascinating actually because it's, it's not Barovia; it's Barovia. 
burrow. As in animal, an animal's burrow, oh. because they're using the Humblewood setting from Hit Point Press Ooh. and all the um, animal you know characters that come with that. And so all of the, or even all the NPCs and everything, so they've all substituted them all for uh, for the various animal characters from from that setting. So it's it's fascinating because and have, especially having run it myself yeah. as well, it's really really fun to watch. <laughs> and Josh is great, so it's awesome. Again, where you're like, oh yeah, that NPC is like, they're now a weasel. <laughs> you're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's. And I think and that's all... yeah. Come. I don't think I've seen a session where Strahd showed up, but it better be a vampire bat. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> or he just turns up. He's like an otter and like, hey, I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> Deal, deal, deal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, um, have you have you played um, Descent into Avernus? No. <laughs> there's, no. A, there's a there's a surprise otter in, in character in that one NPC in that one. It's just like a sudden sudden otter is sudden. It's like what? <laughs> I bet it's you're enough. utterly surprised. I'm kidding. I'm going to kill you now. You're like oh. Otters, yeah. otters, irresistible dancers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like I've reskinned so much here. Yeah. I'm having a, I'm having a writes great itself. time. Writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, delightful. Um, cool. Uh, so I think that was that was us talking about fudging as we slowly descended. <laughs> somewhere in there. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. It's always the fun thing about this show. Where you're like, we had a question at one point, and then we got <laughs> and we got excited. Well, uh, actually, I, I point that out to my students sometimes. Yeah. It's like like sometimes the lesson like. The opening conversation we started having just goes on this, you know, this journey and yeah. go through these various side con- side tracks mm. and things, and um, you know, rare, but we don't get to the textbook, yeah. and and then we at the end of the class, I was like, just think back on what you just did and like how yeah. natural a conversation you just had because it j- yeah. just takes all those twists and turns and yeah, <laughs> yeah, better to learn like the colloquial kind of this this the roots and the like that's the, yeah. That's how I learned all my Japanese. I didn't. Mm. I didn't. Um, I didn't study from a book ever. Mm. Just, just living here. Yeah, which is yeah, the best way. <laughs> uh, yeah, the best. <laughs> as much as we love textbooks, it is more fun to <laughs> yeah. To, 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 <laughs> just, I mean, that's what that's how we're designed to learn. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. community. Yeah. Uh, right. Speaking of dice, speaking of community, cool. let's see what we get. Uh, what you got? What you got? What you got? Uh, that is a. <sighs> Uh, that is a seven. Uh, okay. Is there a moment in a TTRPG that impacted your life out of game? Sorry, you cut out a little bit there. Sorry, it's it's impacted my life. Yeah. Uh, a, a TTRPG moment that affected your life out of game. Out of game? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. TTRPG, let's think. Um, I have had it work the other way mm-hmm. where things in real life have affected the game um so mm-hmm. a lot of the players on on our channel are people who were in my city here which is the Iwaki in the name the phoenix Iwaki. um and they were teachers here and then have moved back and onto other things um and they two of them in particular um in different campaigns um one took over from the other as a teacher here and so took over in their apartments you know they moved into the apartment the other player moved yeah. out of and they they never met each other in another talks but they were both in games at the same time and they were but they both chose Fall, fallen asimar as their as their character type um and as their you know as their background um their um um and so i was like okay 
they're they're brothers, but they don't know it. <laughs> and because all of all of our campaigns are in the same world. Yeah. It's all it's all one one um coherent world and everything's happening at the same time. So I had these two players who had, you know, um followed on from each other in the same apartment and then had chosen the same back um, you know, character type and everything. And then um the two campaigns continued on and we had this huge story and people familiar with the channel would have heard me talk about it and re reference it because it still pops up from time to time but they they were the 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 sons of um a celestial couple which made you know the asama uh, roots there um and then one of them had fallen and become a devil and one of the players was in descent into avernus so the uh, the father was um there in in the nine hells in in avernus and um we did this huge long con um thing where the mother was being held captive in the nine hells but as the two brothers did heroic deeds they um, became stronger and gave that power to her and she was able to start manifesting through like almost possessing but you know kind of just channeling through bystanders that were nearby where her sons were and there was this lullaby that she used to sing them as um as a babe as babies and i had that we, we love to use sirenscape for um sound effects and music and things so um i would have that in the mix just this this song um playing in the mix of like city scapes and things so it's just you know animals and people talking and just all this background noise but then just for a state for a you know small time it would be there mm. and after a while the players started noticing that that was coming up again and again and then they started finding who was singing it and they were like trying to trying to find out what was going on and it, it's it's a very long story so i'm gonna no, say no, the whole thing but they eventually eventually they discovered it and i actually had the two because we, we play everything online because everyone's mm. so scattered all over the place but um we had the two groups meet without any explanation um, I just said to each group, um, just for next week, just for one week, I need to do it on this day instead. And had um, had the two groups meet um, at this in the session. Just they opened the call, and this is these players they don't know were there. And and then through through the process of the session, they discovered that they were brothers. And uh, and yeah, it was that was awesome. <laughs> it was really fun, which was just you know something that popped up, just a random coincidence in the real world that kind of linked into that. That is always a fun where you're like <laughs> as you said if it's all in one world you're like yeah you know that problem back in the town these guys you're like oh hey yeah yes yeah. yeah all the time all the time we love we love all the uh all the crossovers yeah um that the homebrew ravenloft game they're yeah. they're seeking to return um barovia back to the material plane and oh. let it um, be uh, released from the mists of ravenloft and the Candlekeep Mysteries crew found the section of mountainside with this huge unnatural gouge in it where the valley was supposed oh. to be. And so just, you know, just dropping Easter eggs in here and there and everywhere. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. Hey, topical. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just had Easter. Yay. Uh, I also now picture like some people like, oh, we're going to try and build something in that like divot. You're like, N -n -n. if Barovia comes back, we've got, we got to keep this area clear. Yeah. Yeah. it's like that's like modern canon's tower isn't it like yeah you know, like when it teleports back into Waterdeep, and there's there are like urchins like city <laughs> urchins that dare each other to go onto the base for as long as possible it's like in case the tower materializes <laughs> <Modern Kynan laughs> might come back, yeah. <laughs> um so i think that that's about as far as i can go there's nothing yeah. 
Nothing more than that. I um, think that's fair. Yeah. Apart from it's a cliche, but yeah, all the friends we made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, lots, lots of cool people in this community. How do you? How do you? Uh, do you need to decompress after a, a session, or are you able to very much leave it at the table and walk away? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I. I my my schedule is such that um, you know I work really late um, mm. in the evening because people come after the students come after school after work, and so I'm here really late anyway. So whether I immediately rush home or you know play some D and D and then go mm. home, either way the family's just asleep. <laughs> just everyone's just like just just out um, for the count. So um, I usually you know I play a few sessions after, and I have to drive home because I, I I I'm at my place of work here um because uh, again <laughs> sleeping sleeping people's not good for noise yeah and uh, you know growling and yelling as monsters <laughs> and things and um, um so yeah so i have that kind of drive home um after and you know think about things and but yeah pretty much i think i mean because we do <laughs> we do have all these sessions through the week so i i don't know i don't know how you feel about this but i really find that yeah, I really thrive on momentum, mm, mm. and yes. like we, there's a couple of long national holidays here in Japan, mm. um. So and I, when you have like yeah, like five or six, like consecutive days off work, and like restarting after that is always yeah. really hard. <laughs> but like people often say, like how do you how do you juggle everything? How do you you know like, I, I have four kids, mm. um, and you know the the school that I teach at is my own business. I run I run the business. Oh, nice. And then I, you know, I do the channel as well. Mm. And people say, yeah, how, often ask her, how do you do it all? And it's just, I just don't stop. <laughs> just keep keep going. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I really thrive off that mm. and enjoy that. So I don't really actually seek to decompress, really. Yeah. I, I just, I love rolling into the next one and the next one <laughs> um, and uh, continuing, you know, the, the adventure. Mm. And again, cons considering them all one, kind of universe yeah. and one kind of story that's happening because people that's the other thing people say is like, how do you run so many campaigns um because we have you know we have six or seven going on at the same time um but it, it's it is like i say just one big story just different yeah. chapters happening at the same time <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that's good yes uh, same you know the momentum and then it's sort of like going Mm -hmm. Where you are just like, cool, I've just got a week of nothing now. What do I <laughs> do I just go pottering oh. around or just... <laughs> Oh the, the the kids the kids make sure that that never happens, but <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <You're just> like... <laughs> get to and, get, enjoy all that instead. And I think that's also the nice thing about you saying like you've got the drive, you know, you have that mm -hmm. little like break in between mm -hmm. rather than uh for me because it's sort of like I finished doing something and then I'm just sort of sitting here in my office going um, is it too late to have a cup of tea or something? <laughs> Again, pottering, just wandering right. around. Like, I guess yeah. I'll go to, I guess I'll go to bed, and then my brain starts going, "Cool." So when you did this bit, I'm like, "No, I need to go to sleep." And like, interesting, right. interesting. You could have done that. I'm like, "Shush, hush. It's time for sleep." Yeah. Have you thought? <laughs> yeah. Have you thought? Um, I think. Yeah, I do have. I do have several morning sessions mm. that finish. They finish around lunchtime here as well, and. But again, um, I'm straight into getting ready for class and getting ready for work um, after that. So, yeah, just yeah, I don't yeah, I don't really have that. Or just you know, I'll sit down and watch, you know, watch some uh, watch some videos or something. Yes. Yeah. Again, yeah. this is 
not a detox, but a nice little break and then into. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that, that again, as you said, like you've got six or seven different things where you're like, cool, done that. On to the next thing. <laughs> keep it going. Yep. Keep, keep the wheel spinning, which is nice yep. rather than. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I just, I live for that momentum. Yeah. I, just, I love it. I love it so much. Wonderful. Well, uh, we're, we're getting through these questions. We're doing a, we're nice. Doing a nice speed. Uh, roll that dice. Um, What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Um, oh, um, <laughs> now you might not answer this one. Um, number <laughs> we'll 11. Uh-huh. Who is your favourite character? Now, I suppose that could be one of your favourite characters that you have... You, one of your NPCs, or I mean, I don't want to make your players feel jealous. Where you're like, yes, you, my favorite child. <laughs> um, hmm. I think I could. I couldn't. I couldn't pick a player character of from course, the campaigns because yeah. they're, they're all they're all so fab <laughs> and like just all the backstories and uh, you know like i say we play the published modules but i just love weaving the stories together and i love all the coincidences that happen and like um we just had the reveal um in tomb of annihilation um earlier today for me um that you know the the paladin character is looking for a lost relic that was stolen by a pirate and they defeated and were questioning some smugglers um, in a in a like additional content thing that we were playing um, in in the Port Nyanzaru setting, and one of the options in there was that they know where this pirate, you know, hideaway is, um, which is included in the in the official module, and um, and so you know we just replaced one of those pirates there. I just I just love how all those things just just click together so nicely. Um, so I always enjoy coming across new um, new chances and new stories and and uh, new things to do so i couldn't choose any of the the player characters uh, but um for my for myself i mean I, I, the of the characters i've played um the the first ever online um one that i that i um that i played uh was was always you know very special and and uh, you know a nervous, a nervous stepping out into the into the online play world um, was the first ever time I hadn't I hadn't DM'd anything at that point. It was the first time ever doing anything uh, in the online space, and that character then became a very important NPC in the Iwaki multiverse, the Wackyverse, as, 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 as the Discord has, has christened it, um, and um, yeah, but then. <laughs> but nothing's nothing sacred, I guess, because at the end of our recent um, evil mini campaign, the, um, the the evil characters were working for Vecna, and he wanted them to travel back in time to um, destroy this NPC that was oh. my character, because oh. he was the major quest giver mm. for everything. And do you know the Doomed Forgotten Realms supplement? No. And and source book. Um, the it's this amazing reimagining of of the forgotten realms and the sword coast in particular into the situation where heroes didn't stop any of the official things from happening okay so um you know the all the bad things that were supposed to happen in all the official modules happened yeah <laughs> so tiamat is in the world the <sighs> demons have risen out of the abyss um Elturel and Baldur's Gate have been taken into the Nine Hells. All these things have happened. And it has this beautiful, this amazing map that's just reimagining of the Sword Coast. Mm. And Vecna's in charge there. Mm. So 
we thought we'd mix that with our inverse in-universe lore, and so he sent them back to destroy um, this quest giver, so that none of the evil folks were thwarted, and this could happen. So we now have this split timeline. So we ha we're going to be we have the original timeline where this this hasn't happened, and everything can continue as written. And we have the other timeline where we're going to have this post-apocalyptic, you know, games. And actually, the first. The first game we're going to play in that is with uh, with a guest um, GM uh, GM Josh who's on our channel. He's going to run a um, Band of Blades, right. you know, Blends Band of Blades. Yeah. It's a Forged in the Dark game, okay. in the same the same people that did uh, Blades in the Dark. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that same that same kind of rule system, and that's set in a post apocalyptic, you know, this kind of haunted wasteland kind of world. Nice. And we thought we do love to keep things in universe, even mm -hmm. if they're different game systems. So we're going to be playing this non D and D game, but in the Forgotten Realms. Or the, the Doomed Forgotten Realms. The Doomed Forgotten Realms. <laughs> the Doomed. Let's not forget. <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um so yeah, that character was very special. Um and just going from you know learning how to play um and learning how to you know be in, in the online space through all of the you know the quest givings and all of the it ties into the campaigns and then to actually and it's, I don't know, cathartic's the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> to, to to have that you know, that closure and and see everyone's negative reaction to it. So I was like, yeah. you, you can't kill him. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, it, was, it was very nice. It was, it was lovely. Again, the respect you have for the character going, we all know how important he is and look at how bad the world is now. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. Exactly. I think that's I think that's also really exciting that you were able to go, yep, we'll make it we'll make a dark universe stuff. You know, just like that—that that yeah, is always fun. that is always fun in sci-fi, where you're like, "Oh no, the evil alternate universe!" <laughs> just like uh, we had one um, one of our one shots where we had to split it off because someone inadvertently summoned the Tarasque at the end of like the second episode, <laughs> and then we came back and we were doing like Mad Max again, like little <laughs> little animals like driving around, just going, "We need to defeat the Tarasque." And in the end, we didn't really, and someone had to just come in and go, cool, we're cutting off this timeline. <laughs> the rest of you can go back to the normal Faerune, but just like going... Yeah. And then, of course, the wonderful thing with that is that we were like, things from that universe keep falling in, including into Waterdeep, where, because in our universe, the, the giant statues are naked, because someone commented. Okay. And so, like, <laughs> naked statues, like, landing in Waterdeep, and then people just, because you know how Waterdeep is, they're like, Cool, we're going to turn this into a bar. <laughs> so you're just coming in and go, yeah, just like alternate universe statues just turned off. And uh, mm -hmm. but I think I think that's I think that's great. I think that, and again, I think that's lovely that you're able to go. This character meant so much to me that I'm able to just. And again, like you're saying, if people were having this reaction to it, you're like, it's always nice when people click, and you're like, mm -hmm. matters to you. Uh, yeah, and it, and it was fun because we got to plan it for a while, so we were seeding what was going to happen beforehand so we did a um we did a spelljammer campaign a while back and one of the characters was his granddaughter Ooh. and discovered that and met her cousin who's you know another granddaughter of his um in the adventure but that's when i said it happened so they were they had just met and they were just starting to get to know each other and then i dropped that they now had no recollection of their connection to each other oh. <laughs> just like in the, in the middle of going to get a round of drinks in a bar, yeah, Oof. and and they and then suddenly they didn't know who they were, and then he he had also mm. he was in the he was in the process of ferrying our heroes around the Frostmaiden 
across Icewind Dale in his little airship and blinks out of existence then as well. Just, and he had, he had disappeared in several yeah. instances. And then people were like, what, what is going on? Why does this keep happening? And then we did the evil campaign. And the players in the evil campaign didn't know that was the end goal. <laughs> so that was, that was great too. <laughs> well done, evil players. You broke everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, some my strings, <laughs> Again, the loveliness of the ripple effect, and then just like going, and then if you're like, this one kind of remembers, let's find out why. You know, just yeah, um, exactly, yeah, exactly. Very, very exciting. Um, so yeah, my um, my um, out of the abyss players mm. were in the um, in the stone giant library of Graven Hollow, mm. and there are echoes there of people who will visit. Um, in the future and who have visited in the past and there are all these famous uh, Forgotten Realms people that you can drop in there like Elminsters and kicking around in there and you know people are just uh, like walking around but and you can interact with them but there's they're not in that timeline and so actually had them meet they met this NPC that that, that was um, and he was with his granddaughter there the one that's now the quest giver so that's that was really fun <laughs> Basically, wherever the, wherever there's a, a cross cross uh, cross pollination, yeah, a cross crossing yeah. of the of the of the streams of the threads, then uh, we always tie it in there. I mean, you cross the streams, yeah. <laughs> never, never. Um, but <laughs> but I mean, that's one of the joys of doing this online and having the the audience and the people mm. you know who are generous enough to you know um, spend so much of their time with us, and that that as a reward for them and seeing people in chat recognizing who this is and recognizing what's yeah. happened and and freaking out over there is great <laughs> i mean the lovely thing for us is because we've got the fan run wiki who are like mm. charting you know and we're like and because i i like making these references to previous things where i'm just like and it was like cool the wiki will catch this and we're like <laughs> we've got people who are, are like one uh troutworthy out Troutworthy, uh, who is like making a like a chart going right these are how these characters interact oh amazing <laughs> and it just it's it's beautiful but it's a tangled <laughs> web of like <laughs> yeah and then i'm coming in going yeah come how late into things did that start because that would be something that would be just a nightmare to do ret retroactively uh, <laughs> i think we got there sort of relatively like within the first i want to say within the first year so like, to be, like, it, right? <laughs> yeah no like but as you said like retroactively where we're just sort of like going, okay cool and then <laughs> like I had, we... I had someone i had someone jump into um into the youtube comments on one of our vods recently i was like i was like loving this and i'm, I'm working my way through the other campaigns so i was like good luck yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff in there <laughs> but I, I, thank you that is that's the fun thing when you start working out how many hours of content you've actually got and you're just like yeah yeah yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> well, I think it's like they said, like, if you're watching all of Critical Role, it's like watching The Simpsons twice or something, you know, well, yeah. for the amount of content there is out there for that show. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, our sessions, our sessions are usually like two hours. Um, okay. So it's yeah. not like the not like the same length of uh, of, you know, marathon episodes that yeah. Critical Role has. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we Ooh, average we about a bit laggy. We average on about like three hours, and then we got there. We go. Okay, there you go. Uh, yeah, so three hours for us, sort of doing two. So we're like seven hours of new content each week, <laughs> including <laughs> this, where you're like, "Hi," and especially like um, with uh, talkies of free action, where like we've been told, "Okay, none of this is canon," and then we're like, "Cool." 
all of this is canon and we, we're going to see what like all three of us are now like cool can we give like little items to, to the players who have to then go back in and like um like there was a lovely one where one of the players uh wasted all his petons like going through a dungeon and then it was like later it was like i would cross it but i have no petons for some reason <laughs> and i'm playing in that one i'm going yeah because i left them in my dungeon <laughs> yeah but um no i think nice yeah, it's I good. think as we said, the, the loveliness of having a uh, onboarded fans who are like, "Oh, this contact," and you know, go, which is always lovely when you're like, they get this, they remember this, you know. So like, even when the players are like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> they're like, the audience knows. The audience knows how great this is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so you get like a, a new player to the channel. Pull, pull them. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like you want to you want to drop the Easter eggs for the for the chat, but uh, <laughs> these new the new players are like. What just happened? Sorry. Why are you so excited to see this guy? <laughs> it's like out of character. I'm really excited in character. Just there, just the man. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're not afraid to isekai characters all over the place as well. Like um, GM Josh, like the first game he did for us on the channel was um, was a Deadlands mm. game. Um, you know, set in the you know the reimagined um, US mm. setting. And my character from that had kind of like warlock, kind of almost otherworldly kind of powers. And right at the end, this big eldritch horror that we were fighting in this small, cow, you know, cowboy-filled town, um, just destroyed him, and he just vanished. Hmm. And then he made an appearance in *Rhyme of the Frostmaiden*, <laughs> and then um, was uh, was in the opening of um, that Spelljammer campaign as well. Nice. Um, when he got eaten by a kraken. <laughs> so, did he walk to another universe now we couldn't say <laughs> just watch this space i guess yeah. <laughs> or one of them <laughs> i just again it's just like constantly like why can't i die you're like terribly sorry you're now in vampire the masquerade deal with let that let me go please <laughs> i just want to stop <laughs> uh i think we have time for one final question yay Yay. Let's do it. Beautiful. Um, oh, um, let's have a look. That is, uh, again, uh, I'm having to change this because a lot of this is player-based, but uh, no number problem. 13. What do, what do dice mean to you? Do you hoard? Not really. No. no. Um, I, I have... <laughs> right here, right in front of me. I have my um, bumper bag of, you know, <laughs> just regular, Ooh. just the different colored yeah. dice. Um, just like had like, you know, six sets in it and just grabbed it online. Um, then anything after that, I mean, there's a couple, I've won a couple in giveaways, which has been really nice. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> uh, yeah. any other any other set that I have that I'm very fond of is from a certain... Such a Taiwanese friend of ours. <laughs> oh, but, well, friend in Taiwan. <laughs> yes, um, Phoenix Dice. Um, at the end of at the end of last year, I got very I don't know if it was the the festive seasonal. I got very uh, very sentimental and and uh, got got uh, all of my players to get in contact with Phoenix Dice and and um, have them choose a set that most suited their character. Oh. <laughs> um, which yeah yeah beautiful beautiful dice um and so many so many lovely options um i have um i have these these gorgeous metal ones Ooh. um which were a farewell present and thank you from 
one of those Asimar brothers, fallen Asimar brothers, um, when when she left the city. Yeah, we actually got to say you know goodbye face to face before, and we we play together still, but all online now. Yeah. Um. So that was that's yeah, just that token of appreciation was was uh, yeah. <laughs> Appreciated right back. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, not no, not a hoarder. <laughs> not no. a hoarder. But I do, I do love them. They're all, so many lovely, pretty designs and things. <laughs> and I think that's the lovely thing that it's nice to have some sentimental. And that's like again, when you like, I, I'm very similar. Where I'm like, I, I think I bought a set when I was starting, and then other ones which have been gifts or like, um, yeah. I mean, because the, I mean, the one I'm using it is an official roll together dice from. Oh no, such a but that's same. So I'm like, yeah, represent the brand. But uh, but also that sort of f- sweet thing about going, oh right, I got that when from that person or that, you know. Yep. Um, wait, again, I know there, there are some people who who are like just seem to keep buying dice. Where just like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's great. It's like when you get into like superstitions where you talk to someone and then they just come out and go, oh yeah, of course I've got like multiple dice jails and you know, I have to put them out in the moonlight and you're like, okay, right. We have a very different way of respecting the click-clack math rocks. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, just, I only pull out the metal ones for very uh, um, <laughs> weighty roles, <laughs> shall we say. The dramatic um, ones, yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, and then... Yeah, yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I don't, um, and actually, like for for speeding things up, I'll actually, I'll actually use the clickable character sheets on Roll Twenty and yeah. stuff, and just yeah. just use the the online stuff um, there if I can, um, just to make things faster. Um, as D and D combat needs from time to time, <laughs> stream streamline it as much as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I, I spend, you know, any. The, the money that we spend is on on uh, yeah beautiful character art and things instead. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, lots uh, lots more um, projects there instead. Very nice, I would say. Yes. Well, I'm sadly thinking that we're coming to the end of our of our time together. I feel like I'm doing like that... a children's program. Like we're coming to the end of our time. Yes. <laughs> As uh, the sun sets on the tumbly wumbly woods. <laughs> Everyone just shouting their dogs. The little uh, clickety clackety mathrocks rolled home to bed. <laughs> just you see Vecna up in the tower, like good night, everyone. <laughs> I'll destroy you in the morning. Sure you will, Beckner. Sure you will. Uh, amazing. Um, well, this is this is a chance. If there's anything you'd like to plug, um, well, yeah. I mean, if if you haven't already, please um, head on over to the our Twitch channel and and uh, come and say hello. Um, we all of our games are live, and we, we like to you know talk with uh, folks in chat. Don't mind uh, breaking the immersion um, <laughs> a little bit, and and uh, it's always great to have uh, everyone. Um, jumping in and chiming in with it and uh coming on by um then i mean particularly um i believe as this is going out um mm. we'll have just started um on april 22nd mm. so I, I believe this is this will have happened already but just yeah. the the first session um of of a new spelljammer <gasps> campaign um we're going to be playing through the official um the the light of Xerixis, uh one that they have but with with the um all of the fabulous extra content from that same um the same designer that did the stuff that we've used in Wild Beyond the Witchlight and 
uh, Tomb of Annihilation. We just did some of their stuff as the opening. Um, a creator called Dan Khan, um, who's uh, an awesome, awesome uh, third-party um, writer of extra toys and fun for the uh, official um, adventures. And so we're going to be playing through that um, with some old friends um, and um, a brand new player as well um, from uh, from from Saudi Arabia. Oh, um, nice. going to be joining us for that. Yes, I'm really excited to get to play with them. And then um, in May, um, from May 8th through to May 21st, we are teaming up with our friends over at the Games Tavern. Uh, Reed and everyone over there at the Games Tavern, they, they do an annual um, charity week or two weeks in this case um, for the American charity No Kid Hungry, hmm. um, which uh, deals with uh, setting up um, food banks and helping out with uh, with uh, all the kids that uh, can't get the food that they need um, over in the US. Um, and that's just really, you know, really good thing to be part of every year. And we, we love um, doing that. So during that period, again, uh, May 8th through the 21st, um, all of our regular campaigns will be going and our um we'll have a couple of guest games as well hopefully get some nice special guests for you to enjoy um over on that um and we'll be playing a couple of games of one shot roulette and like i say our regular campaigns and they'll have all of the um all of the uh, donation um effects that will be in you know, people can donate and and trigger things in the games and um we had we had some goals um, you were saying about the tarasque before yes. we've we've our some of our our Ravenloft players played level twenty versions of their characters against a Tarasque because that was one of our stretch goals in a charity campaign. Um, we still we have yet to do the whoops all pets and get the various animal companions of the wacky verse are going to come together and do a do a one shot at some point. Um, so yeah, we'll have lots of lots of opportunities to to jump in and uh, affect play and and uh, hopefully do do some good there. Amazing, great stuff. Yeah, no, very very exciting. Um looking forward to it um yeah it's gonna be a good time yeah uh so uh as we, we're coming to the end i'd like to thank everyone for joining us this evening or day or afternoon other time zones do exist uh speaking of wherever and whenever you are wherever. <laughs> even if you're watching the vods um uh we uh we stream uh this talk show every friday 6 to 7 p.m british summertime or it is talking as a free action in which it is a puzzle dungeon in which I'm in, I'm wearing a dressing gown and have a puppet for a hand. You know, traditional Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> stuff. Uh, uh, we're also streaming uh, our D&D games on Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, Monday 6 to 9pm, which will be new content, and Tuesday we are rerunning some of our classics. Uh, I think we're still in Sea of Swords at the moment, because that was a 12 episode, but it's great fun watching like our, our players and DMs like, oh, look at you two years ago. <laughs> still talking about lockdown still just yeah um <laughs> speaking of uh you can find our shows at twitch.tv slash roll together rpg uh there are uh, there should be a link in the chat now for the youtube videos and you can enjoy us as a podcast finally big thank you to the d20 club on patreon um massive thanks to all our sponsors and supporters and i am delighted to be able to say i know not a lot of people like this studying but please stay classy at the table <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>